definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Hey, what's happening? Happy Thursday. Good morning and welcome on to the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Brought to you as always by Happy State Bank. Alongside Jeff Haxton, I'm Choice Woodman. We are the end of the bench. Joining you from the First United Bank studio, Lucas White across the way taking care of us as usual. You uh, may also hit us up. Whatever thoughts, comments, questions you got, bring those in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line through that 100.7 The Score mobile app. We'll uh, continue to uh, talk some tech football, though we are in a bye week. We have actually haven't talked a lot of football this week. We've done a pretty good job avoiding it. Spent a lot of time with uh, Texas Rangers. Um some tech basketball. We've, we've spent some time talking some Red Raider hoops as we uh, inch closer to the season. Getting very close. Um, so, yeah, we've, we'll get into a, a variety of things. But I think I've let it sit long enough. I'm ready to uh, – it's been a while since I've ripped into referees. Like, really, really gone off on them. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that a little bit today. All right. Just feel like feel like it's needed. It's needed out there. Referees and their irresponsibility. How you doing this morning, Hacks? I'm a little disturbed by this Phillies video that you showed me. <laughs> That's probably not the greatest thing to show you right before the, um, the show starts. Are there bigger scumbags in the sports world? There's bigger scumbags in the world, but then in the sports world than Philly, Philadelphia fans. Well, it's the uh like adults. Oh, okay. You're an idiot. All right. Yeah. And okay. You're, you're a Philly fan in general. So you're an idiot. It's the youth. It's the kids that are coming through with F bomb after F bomb talking to this guy. And that's, what's disturbing to me. Um, so choice showed me this minute long video of these people leaving the Philadelphia game where they lost to the diamondbacks and, um, yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, someone had to raise those kids too. So, and their parents. Well, I know. Like, That's what I'm saying. It's uh, like, yeah. I mean, if you're a scallywag or a scumbag, then and you have kids, then then it's not automatic. But there's a pretty good chance that your offspring's going to be uh, pretty terrible too. You're like twelve year olds walking by, just beep 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 beep. beep. <laughs> It's like, jeez. I mean, there there were people. Yeah, if you if you've heard stories of kids that go to Eagles games and wear the wrong jersey, don't wear wearing the opposite team's jersey or wearing a Cowboys jersey at an Eagles game, and and the uh, the blows that are rained upon them not actual blows, but booze and uh, profane language. Yeah, it's not great. Not great people there. So, sorry, I didn't mean to bring you down to start the morning off. But uh, we've got our weekend pick em challenge today. That's the only reason I'm here. <laughs> I'm just here to pick games. Just here to win pick ems, that's all. I Something's got to change. Like, 
There's no way this can continue. Oh, sure. And why the heck have you not taken your luck to the uh, the gambling websites up to this point? Taking the Lucas White and the Lucas as White. As soon route as and, there's uh, real money, it would turn. I promise. You already know it. It's yeah. just like I know. I'm a loser, life. baby. <laughs> so I don't. What? Is, who sings that one? Beck. That's Beck. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's the Beefcake Pantyhose. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Same song? What a weird song. That used to be the the anthem for Kansas football. We need to get it back that way. Lance Leipold's old, right? We How can we force him into retirement? He's already, like, in his mid-60s. Let's get that guy to retirement as quick as possible. I don't know. He's probably going to get hired by Michigan State, don't we'll, you think? We'll take it. Whatever, I, I don't care how. We just need to get Leipold out of KU. Or he'll be the next coach of Michigan when Harbaugh gets fired for also, stealing signs. Also okay with that. Remember when that was Matt Campbell's job? Which, his stock is going back up. I mean, everybody buried Iowa State this year, and they're 3-1 and one in league play. So, let's say the Matt Campbell uh, stock is going back up. Any chance we lose him to... To Michigan? Uh, I don't think. No, I don't know not. that's going to happen. I guess uh, there's an article in the Washington Post now about the cheating scandal. So this thing's ramping up. Did you see the the latest in that manifesto, like 550 to 600 page manifesto that's been written all about this from uh, from the Stallions guy? Mm-mm. Yeah. Pretty, pretty wild stuff. And then uh, Michigan State's lawyers that they hired said that Tucker was way out of line, um, violated the sexual misconduct policy. They said even his version of the events would have been enough to violate his contract, mm-hmm. but that... Basically, everything that Brenda Tracy said about the events were true. Tucker had lied a bunch about where he was during these events, uh, why he was in certain places. He had a lot of fibs. And so... It turns out them firing him for cause um, was the right move. They did this because they thought he was guilty, mm-hmm. and then they proved that he was guilty. He had nearly $80 million remaining on his coaching contract. How did he get that contract to begin with? <laughs> yeah. Goodness gracious. That's pretty crazy. So Michigan, the state of, has a lot of fires burning. I would say so, yeah. yeah completely and then Dusty that. Baker's hanging it up. Saw that. Um, good for him. I don't know what route the Astros will go after this, but good for Dusty. He's had a great career. I didn't like him in the, the Orange and Navy recently, but uh, he's he's an excellent manager. And he's got a very... I've got a very valuable baseball signed by him that also has my own signature on it. So I've told you that story. 
got his signature at uh, spring training back when he was managing the Giants, and I was like eight years old, and I was certain I was going to be a pro baseball player. So I just thought, <laughs> hey, let's up the value of this sucker. I'm going to sign the. So I I can set it on a shelf where you can mostly not see my signature, but you turn that sucker over. It's. Whew. You should have seen the life come out of my dad when I <laughs> I showed him. It's like, are you kidding? That boy ain't right. That boy. Damn right. it, Bobby. I mean, choice. <laughs> we got a lot to get to over the next three hours. I, uh, I'm i going to rag on officials and specifically one official. And Spitgate, they tie in together. It's the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score. Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Thanks for hanging with us on a Thursday. You're listening to the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman and Jeff Haxton joining you from the First United Bank studio this morning. And uh, let's start off with the bad news first. Actually, lots of bad news. Mavericks beat the Spurs. 126 to 119. So Victor Wimbenyama starts his uh, career off with a L at the uh, there in San Antonio. But the Mavs and Spurs both off tonight. Rockets lost much worse to a much worse team in the Magic. 116 to 86. They are also off tonight, and we'll be back in action. All of those teams will be back in action tomorrow night. The uh, Texas Tech volleyball team, I don't know what I was feeling, but uh, was not correct yesterday. They get swept, and it was ugly in the final match, sorry, the final game set as uh, Texas Tech loses in three to Cincinnati at Cincinnati. So the Red Raiders still have uh, now lost 10 in a row in league play, really on the struggle bus there trying to to get things right. Some good news, though. Texas Tech goalkeeper Madison White named Big 12 Goalkeeper of the Week once again after her uh, clean sheet she put up against Iowa State to help the Red Raiders get a Big 12 championship on Monday night. White and the Red Raiders will next be in action on next Monday, the coming Monday, as uh, they'll play against the 8 or 9 seed in the Big 12 tournament. Who is that? Cincy and Baylor? Sounds good. Correct? I think it's Cincinnati and Baylor. Um, one of those two teams is who the Red Raiders will play on Monday in the Big 12 tournament. As Hax mentioned just a little bit ago, Dusty Baker is retiring. Uh, he hangs it up after 26 years. Quite the career. I mean, he's been around baseball forever. Forever. I got a card of him and a tops card in the seventies. Uh, Hank Aaron, when he hit his uh, 714th home run, break the all-time record. Dusty Baker was in the on-deck circle. So yeah, how long he's been around the game? Uh, Baker is 26 years as a manager, only one championship, and that was last year. So as much as I hate to see it come with the Astros last year. Uh, Glad that Baker did get one, and uh, he will. He calls it quits, so the Astros are hunting for a new manager. Uh, also in 
Baseball news, Nate Evaldi named the starting pitcher. Not much surprise there, but Evaldi will get the start in Game 1 for the Rangers. And uh, love that if you're a Rangers fan because of how good he's been in the postseason. That one-two punch is as as good as anybody's been in the postseason of Evaldi and Montgomery, and those are the expected first two starters on Friday and Saturday for Texas. And the Dallas Stars are in action tonight. They'll take on the Maple Leafs at 7 o'clock. Stars have not lost a game yet in regulation this year. And some uh, Thursday night football. Buccaneers at Bills. Bucks at Bills, 6.30. Our coverage begins right here on 100.7. The score. You two can hit us up. Thoughts, comments, questions, allegations, accusations, hopes, dreams. Bring them in on the 8th Flooring Center. Chat line, Bullfighter text in. Tickets are officially here. Super excited. Let's go. He's got his tickets for Diamondbacks at Los Rangers. It's got to be exciting, Bullfighter. Where would, uh, we've, we've talked sports bucket list before, but where would it be for you to see your team, not just any World Series, but your team in a World Series? Yeah, pretty high up there. Yeah, it's got to be. Got to be pretty darn high. Um, Axe, do you think Halloween should move date dates? No. And have a floating date like Thanksgiving? No. There's a, uh, I don't know how big the push is for it, but there's a push out there to move Halloween to the last Saturday in October. Nah. That way kids can... Uh, 31, man. Can do their, their trick-or-treating... On a Saturday instead of a Tuesday night. Did you see LISD is off next Wednesday? Really? The day after Halloween. Good for them. You like that move? Sure. I mean, there, there's so many uh, staff development days nowadays. Yeah. That you might as well throw them in, in places like that. My wife says no good because the kids are going to have trouble coming back on Thursday and Friday of that week. Like, they'll... They're gonna. It's gonna be tougher for the teachers, but no, uh, no school on Wednesday of next week, which is very, very odd to me. But back in uh, 2018, there was a petition originally pieced together with 150,000 signatures. Since then, to uh, change the date of Halloween, if we did do that, it would have fallen on the 28th this year. The next time it does fall on a Saturday naturally, the 31st on a Saturday is 2026. All right, you can uh, join us with those thoughts, comments, questions. Someone says, as a part of the Woodman Estate, Chocho's athletic memorabilia collection is insured for millions. So if I sign my name on something, then it's the insurance covers it. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> so, Rangers and Diamondbacks hacks. Mm-hmm. A couple of stats on the two teams. These two teams in 2021, two years ago, combined for 212 losses. We know around here the Rangers 102. The Diamondbacks lost 110 games that year. That's that's a pretty rapid turnaround. 
for both clubs. 212 losses, and both teams are in the World Series right now. Also, the preseason odds for both these teams. Rangers went off at 50-1 to to open the season. This is okay. The Diamondbacks went off at 125-1 to to open the season to win the World Series. According to SportsOddsHistory.com, the last World Series between teams with 50-1 to odds entering the season or worse was in 1991. So we have never had a World Series with such preseason long shots. Or we haven't had that in 32 years. Do you think the the television networks are upset? Like uh, whoever it was you were reading yesterday? Oh, I mean, I think they would rather have a different matchup. But like more baseball towns? Yeah. Well, just bigger the, markets. Or bigger market. No, they're, they're, they're both, both big markets. They're both big markets, but... Um, I think both of them are top 10 cities in America. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the thing, is they're both... Well, as I look at this, these are both really big markets. They are. They're, I think DFW's top five in America. Um, the thing about that, though, is they're not on the East Coast or West Coast, so... Correct. That's what they would want. They want a coastal team. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure the Darlings in Major League Baseball, the five have got to be Yankees, uh, Red Sox, Dodgers, Cardinals. Giants. And Cardinals are not a big market, but they're a big following. Giants are probably in there as well, yeah. so Cubbies. Cubs, yeah. So, I mean, there's there's historic baseball teams. Yeah, with big followings, they're the ones that have the the national fan bases, like the Cowboys on the football side. Rangers, you you'll find Rangers fans all over Texas. You'll find Rangers fans um, in Oklahoma, New Mexico. You'll find Rangers fans in the border states. Beyond that, you don't find your your T-shirt Ranger fan that just latches on. And that's probably what is worse for the ratings. But the people that are arguing the Astros would have been better? I, I don't know. what. It, uh, you want to see that again? I, I don't know who's I don't. Uh, The only reason I think maybe Astros draw eyeballs is because people hate them so much. Maybe that's why people want to hate on the Astros more. Because there's a national hate for the Astros after the scandal. So, I don't know. I will be curious to see what these World Series number numbers look like year over year just to see how big of a dip it is. But I also think you've got two very excited fan bases that have been down for so long that will be tuning in. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Glad to be with you on this Thursday. It is the End of the Bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman. Jeff Haxton here in the First United Bank studio. Keep the uh, thoughts, comments, questions all coming in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Lucas, I didn't even know I was going to do this until this exact moment. Let's do a pop quiz. So it's time for a pop quiz. Kind of killed the, uh, you know... The sounder being the element of surprise. But this is based off of a text on the uh, chat line. 
Just going to test old Hax's knowledge on this. Who besides the Rangers has never won a World Series? So, the question I'm asking Hax, who has never won a championship in the big three sports? Let's see how good he is on, <clears throat> on this front. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Okay, the, the Rangers. Ding, ding. Got one of them. The Mariners. You are correct. Mariners have been close. Does it list how many baseball, how many uh, football, how many you, yeah. basketball? Uh, you've got six baseball teams that have never won a champ, uh, a uh, World Series. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten basketball. Uh, I need I need you to be able to answer. Let's see. Okay, so ten basketball. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve football. So that's a total of six, twelve, eighteen. There's twenty eight teams. If you get if you get half of them. I think I'm we we get it. Okay. Um You got two so far. Um the Devil Rays. The uh Rays are also on the list. So you got three of the six baseball. Uh I'm gonna jump around a little. Jump what? around. Uh -huh. Um, jump, up, jump up. The Thunder. The Thunder is correct. Uh, the Chargers. Actually, Thunder's not correct because it counts the, the, the Sonics. Supersonics. Yeah, they got one. They did. I guess so. It's not on the hmm. list. Chargers. Chargers is correct. Los Angeles Chargers have never got one. So you got four so far. There's a lot in football that I, I'm like, really? They never got one? There's one that their fan base... Like, I feel like you should get pretty easy in football. Cardinals? Yes. Five. Uh, no, but the one that always feels like their fan base is the most downtrodden fan base in football. Nothing good has ever happened to Browns? them. Browns? Also correct. <laughs> That's not the one I'm trying to get at. Keep going. You got six. You need 14 to get to the halfway mark. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, there's a football one that has been extremely close several times the Oilers and the no the, the, yeah Oilers you're right Titans is 
Have never been. Never won. They have been. They've been right on the cusp, too. So Texans. Also correct. So you're at eight. I'm sorry if I'm not doing this fast enough. There's a lot of information. There's a lot, yeah. I I didn't realize there were this many teams that hadn't won championships. I probably would have narrowed it down. Uh, Jacksonville. Correct. You're at nine. I've hit up the state of Florida pretty good. I don't think, you yeah, know, they have. Um, Falcons. Falcons are correct. You're at ten. Been pretty good on the football front. And I've only got three ba- three baseball teams. You only got three out of six. All three of the remaining ones are National League. You got the three American League. You're ten. You're doing pretty good. I mean, I know. I just feel like I'm. You got all three slow playing. Left. Well, kind of. I, I, Lucas, do you got any so yeah. I can get one? I'm a phone a friend. So they spent a whole lot of money this year to try to win a World Series, and they didn't even come close. The Padres. Padres are correct. Yep. Padres never even entered my mind. Thank you. Yep. Padres. Um. So it's eleven. The old Padres. Um, me brain hurty. Someone says the new Browns have one. Jack. Oh, Jack. <laughs> All right. I thought they were saying new Browns have one, comma Jack, but there's no comma. Have one Jack, which I guess oh, Jack I Squat. You don't know Jack. Jack Squat. Okay, I got you. No, the new Browns haven't won anything. The Nationals have... Start taking some stabs. Orioles. They've got one. Lucas. Strike one. Um, (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, (laughs) good Lord. Dang it, umpire. I'm going to need a substitute. Uh, You've named zero NBA franchises so far. How about the 76ers? They've won. How about the Orlando Magic? Correct. There's 12. How about the Charlotte Hornets? Correct. There's 13. How about... You're one away from from passing. Oh, really? And one strike away, (laughs) too. One strike away. There's so many teams still out there. The Utah Jazz? Correct. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Woo! You missed two big football ones that you know. How about Jamie's Buffalo Bills, who have been there four times and never won? Okay. How about the franchise I was talking about that people leave early because they hate it so much? The Detroit Lions. Oh, yeah. The Lions haven't won anything. Lions, other football, Bengals, Panthers, um, and Vikings. Did the Rockies ever win one? Rockies have not. That was one of the other baseball. And Brewers are the other ones that have never won a title. Um, 
Nets, Pacers, Clippers, Grizzlies, Timberwolves, Pelicans, and Suns, all the ones you didn't mention in the NBA. Suns haven't got one. I, I, you know, I really, as a Rangers fan, I kind of thought, oh, man, we're kind of in this exclusive club of teams that haven't won a championship. And in baseball, it is more exclusive. Like, there's, there's only six of you. And I think the Rangers are the oldest of that group. Russ? I was in a fantasy league that it was a 12-team league, and this thing had been going for 20-some-odd years. It's it's around 20 years right now. Yeah. Same group. And everybody had won one, and they give out these uh, ring pops Yeah, to show how many championships you have. Uh-huh. You know, some guys got three, some guys got one. There was this guy <laughs> named Travis. And Travis was the only poor soul didn't have a single ring pop, that didn't have a single <laughs> ring pop. I was in it for about seven years and finished just runner-up. So I also – That's funny. I, I was not a founding member of this league, but I still felt bad because they always took a picture. And they always made fun of me and Travis mm-hmm. that you guys are the only one without rings. That's funny. So that's what this is kind of like on the professional level. Uh, Brewers and Padres have both been around longer than the Rangers, so – Rangers are the third oldest to not have a championship. Hopefully that changes very soon. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Glad to be part of your Thursday. Got about 30 minutes left with you. It's the End of the Bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman and Jeff Haxton, yours from the First United Bank studio keep the uh, comments rolling in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line <clears throat> Hacks Pita is on the uh, the phone line for you right now according to the chat line. <laughs> Pita's on there for you stay out of my business uh, Joe Davis called our first super regional in 2014 on ESPN yeah. that's right he, he called the Devin Conley catch mm-hmm. on, on TV and all that so I think I've only heard that on TV one time. I've heard the call on the radio, and I've heard, uh, I mean, I was in person when it happened, but I think I've only seen the TV thing one more time. Uh, Choice and Moose sharing a morning bath in the Whirlpool bathtub, eating bacon and eggs out of of the same platter. I believe it. Not Moose. Moose is a big dog. That will be a little uncomfortable. He's old. Uh, Ruby could could hop in. She's a little poodle, so. Um, couple of questions rolling in for Ask the Benchwarmers. Uh, this one says it's safe to say that we're all on the same page here, and this season, this team's performance has been nothing short of spectacular underachievement, particularly on the offensive front. There was so much promise in the air, but alas, those bright spots turned. Out to be the most remarkable letdowns. I'd say it is safe to say we're on the same page. I'm not going to argue with most of what you said. Um, I mean, we could go through rankings. I'm not trying to bring everybody down on a on a Thursday of a bye week. But you could go through rankings of, of biggest letdowns this year. Um, majority would be on the offensive side of the football. Um, receivers in general, absolutely not. Not what we hoped for. Running game's been a big plus. 
Um, I think the offensive line is getting trashed more than it deserves as a whole. I know you agree with that. It's been it's been fine. I think it's been a little better than fine. I'd say it's actually a little above average as a unit this year. Look at the sack numbers from compared to last year, and look at how well you've run the football as a whole. And Taj deserves a lot of credit because a lot of those yards are after contact. But yeah, but I do agree with you, Texter. Lots of uh, lots of frustrations. Oh my gosh, uh, Bullfighter just sent in. If you want reservations at Texas Live, which is the the bar right next to the the stadium, game day reservations. Four top table, $250 to put down for a reservation. Is that refundable? Do you get as much booze as you want? <laughs> what? Like, this is crazy to me. These these championship events Oof. just gouge people. They do it. They spend a lot of money. But people spend the money. I mean, they do because it's that big of a deal to see your your team in it. I'll do it. Okay, Hacks, I, I teased this. So the Tush Push could be a in part of a highly exclusive club, which is NFL band plays in particular. So there's different rules, but there's certain things throughout NFL history that have caused bans. And the Tush Push, in which there's only one team that has it down, like to, to a T, it's the Eagles. Eagles. They got it. They've got it figured out. But there's conversations that this could be going away next year. So there's other specific moments and plays that have happened, uh, like the Deacon Jones head slap. It's a little before yeah. our time, but he would, Oh, no, I remember it. He would reach back and slap the guy upside the helmet to get by him. Yep. You can no longer do that because of Deacon Jones. Uh, there's penalty clock drainage that uh, happened in a land. Eh, that one's harder to explain. There's the uh, jumping the line. Troy Polamalu, Polamalu, pardon me, uh, is the one who used to jump the line on field goals. Yeah. He would use leverage. That is illegal. Now, Troy did it. You, th- There's always been a rule, or been a l- rule as long as I can remember, you can't launch off of the other team. Troy used to launch off of his own teammates, yeah. and that's how he got his advantage. That is illegal now because of Troy Palomalo. That It wasn't before him, but that's one of those plays. Uh, the old fumble ruski where John Heisman, there's a play specifically in a game, I believe, between the Raiders and the uh, Rams, where John Heisman... Knows he's going to get tackled, so he just fumbles it forward on purpose. His teammate picks it up and runs it forward. You can now lo- no longer fumble forward. And That's uh, not what a fumble ruski is. Not, no, no, no. The true fumble ruski, where you set the ball on the ground, that that's still legal, I assume. It's illegal. It is illegal. Yes. Can't do fumble ruski. We did it in junior high, man. You're telling me that's not legal now? It's not legal. Okay, I didn't realize that. I think the team that was most famous for the fumble ruski in college was Nebraska. Okay. I think. Back you, when they were really So you good. set the ball on the ground. Yeah. Let someone let, let a non uh eligible player go pick the ball up and run it. 
Like yeah, a, or you could bring a end around. Sure, you can. Yeah, but it's a fumble. Hmm. Can you imagine if uh, the fridge was still playing with this tush push? Oh my gosh! Why haven't we done this in college? There's Jalen Hutchings back there. Are you afraid you're going to sand- crush someone in a yeah, sandwich? Go <laughs> like, crush Get your guy killed, behind. yeah. I mean, the most famous college tush push was when it was illegal and they didn't call it. The Bush push. The Bush push, right? I mean, that, yeah. that was Notre Dame. Notre Dame and USC at Notre Dame, Leinert, the quarterback. Yeah, and... Liner wasn't going to get in. Bush comes and pushes him from behind. At that moment, that play was illegal. The tush push used to be illegal. They legalized it, and now they're talking about taking it back away. Um, Here's one that's pretty unique. The Kansas City Chiefs used to post up 6'10 Morris Stroud in front of goalposts. To swat kicks on long field goals, so you can Does no it have longer anything about Gus in there. <laughs> Gus, Gus the kicking Gus mule. Gus the kicking mule. No, another Don Knotts film, man. You love Don Knotts. You just haven't come around to it yet. <laughs> um, but you you can no longer block a field goal from the end zone. That's a thing. Do you know? In college, you won't know this. So I'll just open it up for uh, for everybody that really got this changed. Goaltending. Who caused goaltending to become a rule? It's got to be Wilt, right? Okay, that's one. George Mikan. Two. Oh, really? Okay. I would have thought that was too early. So Wilt, George Mikan. There's a Big 12 tie in this thing, and this is one that you won't get. But in the college game... Well, Wilt is Kansas now, right? In the college game, the the, the one, the one, the first one, because this is ancient here. This goes back to the uh-huh. the four, late 40s. It was Bob Curland. Okay. Bob oh. Curland is a Hall of Famer at Oklahoma. He was played on two national championship teams for Oklahoma A&M. Or Henry Iba. Seven-footer. Yeah. Okay. So the, the, these caused the uh, the goaltending rule in college. Can you imagine not having goaltending now? Like, as as athletic and long as some people are, if you could just block at the rim at any point, just go up and get it, wouldn't that be a wild game? So, yeah, Mikan is credited for the most for the NBA. Okay. He was 6'10 and was swatting shots all over the place. Curland was in college, seven-footer center. Um, he would leap above the rim to grab opponents' shots. This led to the ban on defensive goaltending in 1945. He was also the first person to regularly dunk during games. Yeah. Wow. Which, that was the dumbest rule in college for a little bit, is not being able to dunk the basketball. Remember that? For I think it was the 80s, early 80s. Bring your questions basket. in. <clears throat> Bring your questions in. Ask the Benchwarmers. Coming up to close it down. It's the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score.
It's time for Ask the Benchwarmers. Bring the questions in right now. Yates Flooring Center chat line, easiest route for that. You can uh, tweet us at 107 the score on the Twitter. And uh, Visual Edge IT Hotline, 806-771-0973. If you want to uh, voice it there on the Visual Edge IT Hotline. Questions, a few in, not very many so far, but uh, still lots of time and room for yours. This one from the chat line. Benchwarmers, if you both had to swap to another show or co-host, who would you fit best with? Or where would you fit best is what it says. <laughs> hey, man. How's it going? Well, <laughs> do we stink? We... No, no, <laughs> our boss is bringing in a... Uh, oh, I'm a coffee man. Oh, I'm a coffee man. So, Jamie, uh, if y'all missed the morning... <laughs> if y'all missed the morning drive this morning... Chuck spilled an entire oh, cup of coffee, gosh. not just a little spill, but dumped. Okay, he just dumped it out on the floor. Huge apparently. stain down here. There's a big old stain on the new carpet in here. So oh, that's funny. Uh, he did, and Jamie can't stand the smell of coffee. So Jamie has just brought in an air freshener in here, which Hacks could have used millions of years ago because of all the uh, studio stank he's talked about. But now we got an air air freshener in here, so that's good. Um, <laughs> I'm going to reread the question because I know we were both a little distracted. If you both had to swap to another show or co-host, where would you fit best? Um, I think um, I'm not a morning person at all, so I would go with uh, Clint. Clint. In the next show. Clint. Yeah, you definitely wouldn't want the morning shift. I... Uh, I'd probably go with uh, Sneed. He and I were very like-minded people. Sneed is the only one that ever brought me a present for my birthday. That's true. Was it booze? Yep. What a nice guy. Bourbon. No, uh, Clint's too juvenile. I'd get fed up with him, just like I used to and still do. Uh, Sneed. I I could do Chuck. I could do Jamie. I... I don't, I don't know. I feel in on all of them. Uh, bench warmers. Has there ever been a player win Rookie of the Year and World Series MVP in the same year? There's a chance for one for each team this year. There is that chance. Uh, they haven't announced Rookie. Did they announce that stuff this week? I thought they usually do that before the World Series. So today would be the only day left. Hmm. I thought they did that before the championships normally, but I don't know. Um, so Josh Young and Corbin Carroll are the two that, that have that possibility. Uh, Josh is going to have to hit a little better. He needs to uh, separate balls and strikes a little better than he has the last few games. There's a there's a book on Josh Young right now, and it's make him chase the, the curveball low and away. And he's, he's chasing it a little bit too much, so... He knows it. Hopefully he's able to make the adjustments like he does often and uh, have a great World Series. This Ranger's going to need him. I I think the answer is no, I think, on uh, Rookie of the Year and World Series MVP, but I am not, not for certain. Someone says, my daughter bought her and I a ticket to the game, too. 
880 bucks a piece. I'm paying for the hotel for two nights, 657. This is bucket list for me, so it's a win. 880 a piece. Yeah, where are you sitting? I'm curious what section that that 880s for. Currently. Um Brennan says typically that 250 goes towards a table on that thing goes towards a $250 minimum spend. Okay, so that makes sense. So you get like a $250 credit towards booze. Well, that becomes food. a little different story if that's the case. Yeah, then that then that's not a bad thing. No. I mean, it's expensive still, but it, if it was 250 and then you have to spend on top of that, that's just nuts. But what you Brennan that does make sense if that's the that's the case there. Um, I'm sure Joey was confident that much of what he thought would be good would pan out. Now I'm wondering how did he mid project what all he would be, what all would be strengths and being a better team this year than last year. I'm sure there's a reason. Guess I would like to hear why and what he, what things he misjudged. And what things were misjudged to you in the preseason? Um, boy, <laughs> quarterback health. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's part of it. Just, a, a big part of it. I, I'm really interested in a debate that we had. It wasn't really a debate. It was kind of a fact-finding mission that we had during a break. Might have been last week. Might have been this week. This I can't remember. But you know, I. I've the, the biggest criticism that I had for the coaches is that they turned Tyler Shuck into a runner. Mm-hmm. But we were talking about maybe Tyler Shuck turned himself into a runner. There's possibility. Uh, we, and we probably won't ever know the full truth on that. Yeah, probably not. But um, I, I think it was misjudged by me on how he was going to be a quarterback. Because I, I don't know. If I'm, if I'm Tyler and I know – then in game one of last year, I went out with an injury. I just don't feel like I want to turn myself into a runner, especially if I have Taj Brooks standing there. Yeah. So something was misjudged there. I I think maybe your uh, receiver talent was misjudged. I'd agree with that. Um, the depth of your running back room might have been misjudged a little bit because it feels like if it's an important play, it's got to be Taj, and there's nobody else. Yeah, yeah. Um, like last year, you had two backs you could count on for sure. This year, Cameron's been fine, um, and he's he's got explosive playability, but the, it still seems like the trust is not there with him. If it, like you said, if it's a big play, uh, you know, it's been misjudged to me big time is is pass rush ability, and that. Yeah. Again, the coach yeah. talked about that, and I would say remember how, remember how much we him. celebrated when Hutchings and Bradford said they were coming back for a sixth year. Yeah, and I, I think um, the, I, I want to say the run stopping has been good, but the last two weeks it hadn't. I mean, you gave up a yeah. million yards to Kansas State, and then and BYU's the and worst BYU's rushing team in the league, awful, and you let them double their average. So that that wasn't great, but uh, the pass rush specifically is probably maybe the most misjudged thing of the season coming into the game. I mean, coming into the season, because what Joey McGuire did tell us, and this is where the hype from Joey McGuire did affect some things. He said that 
Um, you don't have a Tyree Wilson, but your overall unit should be better in getting after the quarterback than last year. And you haven't been. You haven't. You've had one fantastic game and then a whole lot of near misses. Like, there's, there's, I, there's been games where you put pressure on the quarterback, but bringing him to the ground has only happened in one game. Six sacks against Baylor. You did it consistently over and over that night. You forced fumbles with it. But outside of that, man, just haven't seen I haven't I haven't seen much out of that room of guys like Miles Cole, of Steve Linton, those big guys that you expected to have uh some big years out of. And unfortunately haven't had much. And again, I know injuries they've been fighting through and and every I, team can use I think that maybe ex- just as an excuse. You know, overall uh, talent and chemistry might have been misjudged because I remember this too, paraphrasing a quote from Joy McGuire. It's like, you know, if you walk through that locker room, you better be ready to square up with somebody if you say that this team can't win a Big 12 championship. Yep. That's very paraphrased. Yep. But uh, this team was, was, turns out, with the attrition at the quarterback, not close. Uh, Tyler asked, when did Chuck Spill have to listen to his reaction? I think it was the very beginning of the, the very show. very start of the show, I heard, Segment 6 a.m. Yeah, so you can just start up the show on the podcast, and you'll you'll get it. Defensive ends, outside linebackers, greatly misjudged. Um, $250 credit should be able to afford three to four ballpark beers. Yeah, there you go, yeah. <laughs> this, was outside, uh, this one's outside the ballpark. The but still, is, it's but, not like you're going to be going to the local. Oh, yeah. Uh, dive bar here yeah, it isn't quite the same they're gonna make you pay for that uh that atmosphere for sure indeed that's all the time we have today did you buy i didn't yet we'll see see if i have anything by tomorrow actually it is world series day tomorrow so excited that's it for us appreciate it. all of y'all reaction comments on the ace flooring center chat line for jeff haxton lucas white i'm choice woodman it's been the end of the bench on 100.7 the score bottom line next This has been the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.